0: back, unloaded the bodies in his shed across the alley, returned the wagon and hitch to his jailhouse rack, and left it tied there while he took all the personal things he'd removed from the bodies inside to spread out atop his desk. Murder was not uncommon. Probably in Sheriff Jim Aykroyd's county, it was much more common than people thought, because most murderers hid their victims and northern Wyoming was a very large, sparsely settled, insular world. Aykroyd tipped back his hat, sat down at the desk, and studied what he had. Three clasp knives, some folding money and some silver money, sulfur matches from the third corpse, along with handkerchiefs and some smoking tobacco. There was no clue about the identity of the corpses, He guessed that if there was a clue, it was probably in the saddlebags that no doubt had been on the saddles of the horses those three men had been riding, and of which there had been no sign at the place where the bodies had been lined out, according to the teamster who had brought the bodies to Cedarville. If it had been murder for money, why hadn't the gunman taken what Aykroyd had found in the pockets of the corpses? if it had been some kind of personal feud, or if Indians had indeed done it, why had they left the bodies to be found in plain view? And finally, if it had been murder to obtain three saddle animals, then at least Aykroyd could understand something about the affair. But he had a feeling that three riderless horses were going to turn up. Not because he doubted that the corpses had been left lying beside the road because some outlaws needed fresh animals, but because a late This was how Jim Aykroyd's luck had been running. He swept the nondescript items from the corpses into an empty desk drawer and went out back to stand in the rickety old shed gazing at the bodies. One of them was an older man, perhaps in his late forties. The other two were younger. All three men were dressed as range riders. But this did not mean much. Even preachers and saloon men dressed that way. It was a custom of the territory. He guessed the older man had been the non-smoker. He also guessed that, despite appearances, these were not range men. What exactly they really were, Ackroyd had no idea. But there were small details others might have missed altogether, which told Ackroyd, who had started out riding ranges, that these three men had not been professional riders. They had been lying beside the stage road about six miles north of Cedarville. They had probably been heading southward, probably with some notion of sleeping at the Cedarville rooming house overnight before going on. If there were bedrolls and saddlebags, these were still on the missing saddles. Ackroyd had the feeling these dead men had been traveling through. He had no logical reason to think this, but he had a hunch, and for lack of anything to displace it, he continued to speculate that the three dead men had been nothing more than travelers. Why, then, except in a need for their horses, had someone shot all three of them? Of course, it could have been someone who'd been on their trail, someone whose grim resolve had been nurtured elsewhere, and who had taken his time following the three travelers. When everything seemed right, he had shot them. Aykroyd grumbled under his breath. It was late springtime. Fish were feeding off mayflies at the mountain lakes. He had intended to vacation in the northward mountains for a couple of weeks. Now some damn fools had got themselves shot in his county, and because there were three of them, and also because by this evening it'd be all over town, and perhaps out as far as the cow outfits too, the Jim Aykroyd was finally going to have to earn his wages. The mountain trip would have to be postponed at least for a while. If something did not come along to help Aykroyd very soon, by the time he got to the mountain lakes, the fish would be so well-fed and fat on mayflies, his bacon-rind bait would not accomplish a damn thing. He walked up to Dr. Campbell's place, told him what he had in the shed across the alley behind the jailhouse, then went over to Donovan's saloon for a couple of drinks. John Donovan had already heard. He put out a bottle and glass, then said, What does it look like to you, Jim? Aykroyd was filling the jolt glass when he replied, They were shot from in front, John. They had their guns and holsters. Not a gun had been fired.